Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Don't let his bark fool you. Roy has a softer side, too. This is The Roy Green Show on the Chorus Radio Network. I'm just reading a, a, a column here from uh, the New York Post from Monday, and it starts this way. Have we learned nothing? One speech at the Golden Globes, admittedly a barn burner, and here comes the drumbeat for a billionaire celebrity with no governing experience to be president. I'm on the bus with Oprah, Jimmy Kimmel said. I want her to run for president, said Meryl Streep. That's by Maureen Callahan, the columnist, and she then added with her headline... What does Oprah represent? Fake science, hucksters, and greed. 800-263-2428. Would you vote for a celebrity? You know, I can't think of anybody. I was just saying to um, Lisa, who flies the plane for us on the other side of the glass, is also a news anchor in Hamilton at our chorus radio station, 900 CHML. I can't think of anyone. And between the two of us, we had trouble coming up with a celebrity we'd have interest in, or a well-known person we'd have interest in running for political office. Back to Jim in Alberta. Jim, you said we have, uh, we're complacent in this country. That's why not so many of us turn out. And you're right, because we've had it so good for so long uh, that we have now, I think, allowed grade B talent and sometimes grade C talent to prove that Deadwood drifts to the top. Yeah, I guess I guess the other comment I would uh, add is that uh, you, you you look at uh, we live in such a politically correct uh, environment. You comment about Andrew Shear and so forth. Yeah, I, I think unless you're liberalizing something, you're uh, you know back in the Stone Age. And uh, anytime you can make things freer, people think that that's better. Now I'm glad we live in a free country here, but uh, I'm not sure some of the freedoms that were allowed is actually better for us. Uh, as a society. Yeah, Although listen, I don't like that. I don't like that term. Jim, I don't like the term, the freedoms that we're allowed. Nobody allows us anything. We have earned it through our through the sweat, the toil, and the blood of our previous generations. And I know what you mean when you say it, but when we say it often yeah. enough, people start to believe it, that they're right. we're actually granted the freedoms. No, we earn those, and there are people who want to restrict them, and that's what we have to battle. Thank you for the call, sir. From uh, Alberta, just north of Edmonton, here's Carlo. Hi. Uh, in the big smoke, Toronto. How are you, Carlo? Oh, how are you? Yes, sir. I don't think it's a good idea to have celebrities as uh, governing, uh, you know, representing a government. I think it's some, It's like the old-fashioned way where you have somebody who understands politics and families and law and all these things. I think it's better to get somebody fit for the job than rather have throw somebody in there just because they're a celebrity. I I think that would you know, and they got to represent the country, and I think it, it'd be better, you know, in that in that fashion. It's not. Well, I don't think most people would disagree with you, but. 
Is it easier for a political party to deliver a celebrity because you already know the person and they can shortcut the whole biographical aspect of it? And there you are, all of a sudden you have this major star who's running for political office and there are starstruck people who would say, oh my God, this is exciting, and they vote for him. Yeah, I know. I, I know, but it's but it looks good on the front, but it might not be that great in the end. Yeah, yeah I agree. You know, uh, I think it, what happened to the old-fashioned way where somebody's really got some political experience, because it's so much pressure to run a country and to know all the, you know, the debt and to, uh, to represent the country internationally. And, uh, and to actually be able to think of things yourself and not just repeat what someone else told you and you memorized. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. Would you, well, that, would that, you, uh, let me ask you this, do you vote regularly? I, I do. I, you know, I, I voted for Justin Trudeau because I wanted, I, I would, I usually vote PC though, but I voted for him because I wanted, to, I think sometimes it's good to give somebody else a chance and respecting How did that turn out? And what his father did. How, do, how, how did that turn out, do you think? Your view, your opinion. Right, right now, what what's happening with the uh, international terrorism thing? I don't think that uh, really. It doesn't seem like a good thing. It scares the hell out of me that he would allow yeah. these ISIS terrorists yeah, into so Canada and consider them to be extraordinary contributors. People, what about the people who commit petty crimes and they're in jail for something they did petty, and these people doing these things and and uh, and they just like. You know, it's, it's, it looks like it's a payout. You, you know, Carlo, people will say to you, you'll hear this often, you get what you deserve. And that, I think, is true in, in, in this equation and what we're talking about. And I'm sorry we weren't able to get Duff Conacher on because there were parts of this that he would be able to explain better than I. Yeah. But we get yeah. what we deserve, and complacency breeds, I think, um, the kind of reality that, well, is this fair to say that we're that we're dealing with provincially and federally in some cases? People are complacent, and so they'll vote for a party because they've always voted for the party, or they'll vote celebrity because that's the way they go. Particularly if the celebrity represents the party they like. Yeah, and I know what's happening with Donald Trump in the states. I think he's a smart guy, but sometimes he's got to kind of put a lid on it. He, he goes too far and says too many things. Yeah, and he, he, he gets himself into hot water. He, he does. I think he's, not, he's not a dumb guy. He's a businessman. It just he's he's got too much pressure. I think he's sometimes you know that Twitter thing is not really okay. a good thing. Thank you, Carlo in Toronto. I appreciate it. It's the Green Show, the Corliss Radio Network. In a few minutes, we'll be speaking with Dr. Patrick Moore about climate change and the fact that New York City has joined. Ca- um, Oakland and uh, San Francisco in launching multi-billion dollar lawsuits against major oil companies for affecting the climate. Sometimes I'm, I should just be quiet. Linda is in Hamilton, Ontario. Hi, Linda. Hi. How are you? I'm great. How are you? Well, I couldn't be any better. Well, the sun is shining, so... <laughs> <laughs> so which part of our story or our questions do you want to take on? About the celebrity being elected. Okay, so so, so 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 you're an American and you've got Oprah on the ballot. What do you do? Um, you look at what she represents, her values, and what platform she's running on. Okay, so objective analysis of the candidate regardless of their celebrity status. Regardless of the... Of, uh, 
whether they're a celebrity or not, that's what I would look at, is what the values do they represent. Mm-hmm. I mean, when I started to be engaged in politics and started to um, learn things, I first dec- started declining my ballot. Uh, then when I realized that I wanted to become engaged more, I ran for school trustee. And now that I want to become engaged more and uh, here, and I don't know of any celebrities that I would pick here in Canada, um, I'm running for uh, MPP for none of the above party. Instead of declining my vote, I want to vote for true democracy, real, real change. Change you can believe in. Change that <laughs> will happen and not benefit uh, white, privileged males here in Canada with the uh, non-refundable tax credits that are um, make uh, it difficult for women to get into politics. He's got hand-picked privileged women in his parties, and we have that first-past-the-post system that gives um, parties um, majorities when they didn't earn it, and nothing is going to change until we have people elected and we have true democracy. So you're running, you've run for office then? Yes. Okay. I'm stunned. I'm not saying it's a bad thing. I'm just establishing a point. Do you do you find, and you've gone door knocking? Um, no, I'm just running for the upcoming election. So okay. We're not doing that yet. When you tell people that you're running for office, when you make it known that this is your objective, do people? How do people react? Is do you think you get a different response than a man would? Oh, for sure, for sure. I mean, I've been in many uh, employment positions where. Um, I was treated differently because I'm a small female. And size has a lot to do with it as well. And, uh, and youthful, looking younger than you are. So all these things are a, are a part of a package. And I did go to Trudeau's uh, town hall the other day, and he's a pretty package. And so many people buy it hook, line, and sinker and don't look beyond into deeper things like uh, why he didn't pass the um go for electoral reform because it didn't benefit the liberals. Why he doesn't um, make um, uh, changes to our uh, political donation system, which benefits white male privilege and benefits them the most and benefits women, seniors, and immigrants the least. So so I have to, I have to, Linda, I have to ask you this because we're running out of time. Would you say in a campaign, would you say... Uh, I'm running against white male privilege. Would you make that a sort of, if not a cornerstone aspect of your campaign, maybe you would, uh, would you say that during the campaign? Um, it would depend on where, who I was talking to, but I'm certainly not afraid to say it. That's an honest answer. Thank you very much for your call. I appreciate it. Good luck to you. Linda in Hamilton, good luck to anybody who wants to run for public office because you have to convince people some people that you deserve it. Anyway, we will uh, we will pitch Justin Trudeau against Andrew Scheer later on in the program. Andrew Scheer, our guest yesterday, and we have some clips from the interview that Mr. Trudeau did with Bill Kelly on 900 CHML in Hamilton, our chorus radio station in Hamilton. We're going to play back some of that, and uh, we'll ask you to make a decision between Scheer and Trudeau, because my feeling is, with all due respect to the NDP and Mr. Singh, my sense is one of the two, either Trudeau or Scheer, will win in 2019. Maybe Mr. Singh will surprise. Um, We'll find out. We'll come right back.